Love Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spirit Seeker Hour. Spirit Seeker Hour is your chance to delve into the world of your inner spirit. The Spirit Seeker Hour is brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. Go to www.spiritseeker.com to find out more. And now, here's Cindy Meyer. I know, just... (sighs) Welcome to the Spirit Seeker Hour. Spirit Seeker Hour is your chance to delve into the world of your inner spirit. The Spirit Seeker Hour is brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. Go to www.spiritseeker.com to find out more. And now, here's Cindy Meyer. Hello and welcome. And yes, this is Cindy Meyer, and it's my uh, pleasure to bring you Spirit Seeker Magazine each and every month. It is our birthday. We are 19 years old. We started off as a quarterly newsletter and then branched into a a six-time-a-year magazine and a tabloid um, presentation in the Midwest. We started that in 1997, and then... 2001, we went monthly, and it's been a journey since. That's all I can say. And um, But every issue is different, and we have many years archived. Just go to spiritseeker.com. Our September issue is online. There are some really great articles this time. Well, there always are every time. But, um, but in the September issue, we have an article on how to overcome chronic pain with mindfulness, non-traditional medicine, uh, and more. We also have a 30-second adrenal depletion test that you can, if you feel that your energy is low or that you're always running on empty, this 30-second adrenal depletion test will really give you a lot of information um, on where to go if that is the situation in your life. We also have uh, a pet section that we are expanding each and every month. And this month we have an article on the first step to better communication with your pet. We will be at the St. Louis Pet Expo in October. We were just at the Chicago Pet Expo, and we'll be at the Seattle uh, Pet Expo coming up. Okay, so besides the magazine, we have a weekly email newsletter, and we have a weekly radio show. And if you would like to be added to our Sacral Sanct email list so that you can find out about the magazine, find out about the radio show guests, find out about what's happening across the U.S., um, then send us an email to info at spiritseeker.com, and we will add you to our email list, and then you too can know about everything that's happening. All right, so there are my commercials. I think that's it. So... Um, it, it is my, I don't even know how to describe it. I am in humble gratitude to Beatrix Quintana on so many levels. If it weren't for Beatrix, I don't know that I would be doing this radio show. I don't know that I would be doing readings at the level that I'm doing them and, and soul coaching with people. But 
Beatrix was my mentor, dear friend, and she nudged me onto the path, literally pushed me out of the nest. And um, she is an author, a poet, an astrologer, a tarot expert. She uh, works with the moon cycles, and her um, Living by the Light of the Moon book uh, is fabulous. She has spirituality on a string. You can't see the jewelry online because as soon as she makes them, she sells them until I teach her how to take a JPEG photo and upload it, which I'm going to do soon. Um, Anyway, Beatrix, are you there? I'm here, honey. Okay. But you know what? You You did take a picture. We We named Spirit Seeker together. Oh, my God, I forgot that because I had come up with a different name, totally flipped out. Right. Then called you and and, sa- and you said, oh, Spirit Seeker is even better. Gosh, Beatrix, I forgot that. <laughs> I remember. I could actually see myself at my desk in Sedona talking to you and um, getting that name all handled. Right. Look because at you, in yeah. 19 years. Oh, can you believe That's it? That's amazing. I know. I know. Well, look at you. How many years have you done the, the moon book and the calendar? I don't even remember what the first calendar was, but it was probably um, the late 80s or early 90s. And the, But the moon book's been around since 1998. That's when that started. Wow. But we're we're done with the... The calendar will be ready to ship for 2015 next week. It's so gorgeous, the year of prosperity, oh. and it's loaded with gold. So it'll be a super uh, year next year, and I'm very excited about the way it all turned out. And um, the moon book is at the editors, and so that'll be about three weeks before it's ready to ship, so. That's just fabulous. Um, Have you ever had it done this early, ever? Yeah, actually, I think we did last year. Okay, There's been remember. one or two years where we made it, where we made it, um, it actually got done by solstice, but oh uh, winter solstice. Anyway, so, but we've been doing pretty well the last few years. Well, and I was thinking that you completed it during Virgo, which is all about healing, and I thought, oh, boy, Uh, this next book is going to really, really, you know, and they all help people. But, you know, this one I thought is just really going to be something, and I didn't realize I hadn't really looked at 2015, but, you know, you're right. That is a a money year. Yeah, it's an eight year. Oh, right. It's going to be heaven on earth, I tell you. The transits are so much easier, and... This grand cross that's been squeezing the life out of us is going to be all gone, and uh, we'll be able to dance like we've never danced before. It's so, almost like as if the year of the horse, you know, which is this year in astrology, has we're we're galloping in different directions, and and I, you know, it's just been enlightening, intense times. So that's my new phrase: enlightening, intense times. Well, the whole year is ruled by the chariot, victory through action. So that's this year, 2014. I get a little confused now on how everything's, you know, going. But uh, last month has been a bit of a squeeze because we had Saturn and Mars conjunct in Scorpio. 
And so Mars is all about expansion and Saturn is all about contraction. So um, it's been a, a bit difficult for people. They feel uh, crunched, but now that's moving apart and by the 13th, Mars will be in Sagittarius this month. So freedom begins to happen again and travel to distant places comes forward and adventure um, becomes the name of the game. So it'll be good after the 13th to see that. Now Venus on the set on this on September 5th moves out of Leo and goes into Virgo. So it's going to be interesting to see how that feels because when Venus is in Leo, it's a lot of fun and a lot of parties, a lot of shopping and dancing and expressing your creative love zone. And when it goes into Virgo, things become a little bit different uh, because it's uh, there's a... a, a a whole nother standard of excellence to be living when Venus moves into Virgo. It's all about divinity and the details. And um, uh, also, you got to watch out when Venus moves into Virgo to not get too overly interested in the way you look. Um, it's more if you could spend some time actually working, uh, putting yourself in service and activating your creative nature towards something bigger than yourself, you'll be better off. You know, so, and then we've got the harvest moon. Oh, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that's on the 10th. No, the 8th. Yeah. So that's going to be major because it's the last super moon of the, of the year. And just be prepared for a huge magnetic field because you have to think about the harvest moon is all about receiving um, the benefits of all your hard work in the year and you bring it to harvest. So when you think about the super moon adding to the magnetic field of awareness during the harvest moon, it's like going to be a moon to remember. Because wow. the magnetics is going to be increasing your receiving power. So all that you have done this year will become so magnified and... Um, a delightful concept if you have your receptive power open. If you don't, the moon will bring it to you. So it's quite exciting. And then you've got the fall equinox, and that's on the 23rd. And that's an important time to remember to count your blessings uh, because that's when you actually get to see the fruit of your labors and then you begin in the um, decreasing of light begins to happen. And then you have to learn how to store and manage light. 
until we hit solstice. So, um, you know, it's interesting. I in feng shui, what I um, often teach my clients and students is that take the energy of this yang months of summer, you know, where you're active and you're busy and you're outside and you're letting the solar sun just light your way. And, um, and then we go into the yin months of winter. And it's like if you can take photos or even create like a, a summer um, memory book, you can look at those pictures and then it brings back the recall of all these fabulous like picnics and to the beach and all the different things that you shared with family and friends for when we go into, you know, the, the darker yin months of winter. Right. Good idea. That's really fabulous. Yeah, you've got to keep that sunlight going as you move into the darkness because, um, you know, it's it's extremely important to Remember that you are a light body and a light creator. And so the more breath work you do, um, the more light you bring into your body. And you'll begin to allow yourself the privilege of advancing with your light rather than decreasing your power. But you also want to remember that once fall equinox hits, we experience closer contact with loved ones because um, intimacy becomes part of the equation. And when, because we spend more time indoors, we're not out gallivanting around like we were all summer. We're going down into the abyss, so to speak. So, we're really um, in a major, you know, it's a major flip starting on the 23rd. But you want to be able to uh, celebrate your abundance for the year and um, begin to see what you want to store for yourself and what you want to give to other people. And that's what happens during the holiday season because you give your, you store your light for yourself and then you give, that's the receptive part of you, and then you give the blessings of your light in gifts to other people. And then the holiday season begins and the more stored light you have, the more you can give and the more abundance you create for the year of prosperity. So it's a pretty exciting time. You know, Beatrix, in 1997, um, I taught in Alaska twice. And the first time I taught there, it was um, summer solstice. And I was like, at 2 o'clock in the morning, I could not sleep, which is not unusual for me. And so I just... I just walked the neighborhood where you know of the home where I was staying, and it was it was like it was daylight. And then it was daylight, right? I know, I know. I mean, we came out from having dinner after you know I was teaching all all day, and you know we went out. We 
finished dinner, I think, 10.30 or 11. It was kind of a long day. And I came out, and it was like sunlight. And then I went back in October, and it was just the opposite. And all I could think of is, oh, my goodness, they have this many hours of darkness every day. They they would have to almost be like solar cells keeping that energy and sunlight from the yeah. months that they had it to go into that kind of darkness. Exactly. Yeah, those people really know about that. You know, because yeah, they just, do go in for quite some time. It takes tremendous courage. So, Beatrix, really? I have a question for you. With with the way the energy has been and where you described um, being, like, going forward but then feeling squeezed, yes. is, this why so, is this why so many people, I keep seeing it over and over on Facebook and just different people sharing, that they're cleaning house. Like, you know, a lot of people clean Facebook friends with the last election. And now I've seen more and more people saying, I'm cleaning out my Facebook catch. And, you know, we in St. Louis had the, you know, the the uprise, you know, the terrible thing that happened. Oh, um, yeah. I, and, and we made national news, international news. I learned more about what was happening through Facebook and the BBC News. You know, but, mm-hmm. but it was like all my friends are like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm like, there's really no not being okay. It's just, you know love brings up anything unlike itself for the purpose of healing and this and so many other things like today we had yet another uh reporter you know beheaded by isis so i mean oh no i didn't know i watched the news today yeah i mean so what what so what is happening with all these extremes of behavior these are extremes well all you know the whole concept of what's going on, it's we are moving towards a time which is called the great coming together. It's the coming together of all religions, all people, um, the the power of diversity and acceptance and love. Um, so what has to happen is a purging on the planet. And the, in order to get to the thousand years of peace, which has been predicted, we have to purge violence and purge war and purge hatred and all the things that we're watching on the the news is a major detox of everything that is not peaceful. So you have to look at it as that. And it's creating, it's going to ultimately create space for people to begin to accept each other, to come together, to embrace, and to celebrate rather than uh, fighting. It's just like in the body, the immune systems have been challenged because the immune system makes war on disease in your body. And if we have to be in total alignment um, with the peace concept, we're switching from um, that system to the endocrine system so that our bodies can work from a more peaceful standpoint. That's why we it becomes so important for our the light in our body to increase so the endocrine system can take over from the immune system. 
And so that's happening on the inner levels. And on the outer levels, you're seeing horrible things um, like beheading. That's just awful and sad. And um, it's very archaic and prim primitive. So we're also in a time that's quantum where we're getting to see all the dimensions at once. And the dimension of where beheading takes place is definitely, you know, second dimensional. And we're moving to the fifth dimension where that just would not even be considered an option. So when you're coming from total love, you won't even think of having somebody beheaded. Do you understand? Totally. But maybe as we move to the integration of all the dimensions, we their memory is stored there, and this is a this is a moment where observing it, you know, happens. The same thing with what happened in St. Louis. It's frightening to see what is going on there, or what has been going on there. Is it still going on? There's still a little of it, right? It's not settled. I mean, it, it's yeah. it's it's calm. It's calm, and they and they did have the funeral to bury um, Michael Brown. But um, and and the good thing, you know, statistics show that in cities where the policemen all have to wear cameras, that violence is much less. Well, all this money was infused into St. Louis by. I mean, that's why we had like it looked like it looked like the Gaza Strip for a while, and um, and oh, now. I know. It was like you couldn't even believe this was in the U.S. And, yeah. you know, I had friends from all over the world saying, are you okay? Are you okay? And the funny, well, not funny, but, you know, the uh, interesting moment. But before I get to that interesting moment, I want to share that just today I saw in the news that all of the Ferguson police ha are now wearing cameras. So this I know. Nonsense. I did see well, that this morning. Yeah, yeah. But the interesting thing is that one of my clients who had been battling cancer for over 20 years and uh, was a minister, her funeral was on the Saturday right in the middle of this one, the first week that it happened. And here we were in Ferguson, Missouri, in this church. And then to go to the gravesite, we went right through all the protesters and everything. And, you know, so I was right there firsthand seeing, feeling, uh -huh. and you know how I am. I feel everything being an empath and all the other, you know, Claire's. And I just, I mean, they were raising their hand to us, giving us blessings. I felt like we were all doing darshan to each other. They were raising their hands, giving us, yeah. you know, sending us solidarity. We, I can't speak for anyone else in the funeral processional, but the minister that, um, that lasted 20 years is because she went to alternative healing. She uh -huh. did traditional, but she did alternative healing. And her, she was a nurse, and she just, mm -hmm. you know, was on the front lines of hands-on healing along with traditional medicine. And I just felt like, you know, she was right there with us in this procession, yeah. you know, just, just saying, you know, because she never saw color. She never saw anything. She loved everyone and was an emissary of light. And, you know, I mean, here I was, you know, she was my client, but she was my teacher in so many ways. You know how it is. Right. And, um, but, you know, it was just an experience. And, you know, and then just, you know, so many people on Facebook with, you know, the antagonism and, and and blaming and all the noise that went with it. I mean, I just went through and cleaned out a bunch of people. Just went delete, delete, delete. Because I mean, yeah. I couldn't. I didn't even want it coming through my computer. 
you well, know, it's a test um, because we have to get, in order to totally get to the fifth dimension, we have to get rid of judgment and and uh, get into acceptance. And what you're describing, what you were doing with this Minister of Light's funeral, driving right through that devastation that was going on on the streets, you were having a multidimensional experience. You were seeing the primal world and you were also seeing the higher world all at once, just driving on a street. And so at some point, the peace people were raising their hands to you or the marchers or the ones on the street. And who knows, maybe this kid who died he was in service to mankind to create a way for policemen to have videos so that other people... You know, I thought, I thought about that. I thought about yeah, that. Yeah, you have to look so at the young. bigger picture. Right, the, the bigger picture is that somewhere along the line, out of this child's, you know, horrible ending of his life, came such an uprising that there must be, there's a reason for it because, you know, this is the year, the 2014 is the year of awareness and there was a lot of awareness about every possible angle to what happened to him and we got to see it from a multidimensional level. Um, yeah, I mean, raising to raising consciousness, raising awareness, right, and compassion. So, I think more than anything, it, it was like, you know, it's just you, you said it. Everything you said, I don't need to add anything to it. But and thank you, Beatrix, because I think that you know the Course of Miracles teaches all judgment creates separation. Exactly. And, you know, and we're all, you know, the light workers. But even the light workers were like tripping on this. You know, it was just like, it was awful. It was just really, just really awful. And, you know, and I know that the police do put their life on the line every single day. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just, and we, and when we want them, we need them. You know, and need them, we want them, whatever. But it was just, it was just a bigger thing. It reminded me of the, um, the Los Angeles riots. You know, I mean, when things went crazy mm-hmm. for so many days, and I don't know. Yeah, I, you I know, remember that. Yeah. So, at any rate, it's calmed down, and there's just so many blessings that have come from it. There's been several um, city and counties. St. Louis is an odd place. We have St. Louis City and we have St. Louis County and then we have East St. Louis. So we have three different areas that are really all one and yet when it comes to anything with voting or money especially you see the lines drawn and so you know it's it was just fascinating, but there have been a lot of people who have come together in symposiums trying to find where do we go from here? Like, where do we go from here and, and how do we... coming together. Right, right. So yeah, that's the blessing. Some people, the blessing. their blueprint, they're here in service. They're a mission child to bring awareness to the planet, and they single out people to do this, and that's their mission, and this this kid is probably on the other side, rooting, you know, as much as he can for the greater awareness that is coming to us through his dying. And 
Uh, let's hope it works. Yeah, I agree. It'll keep on working. I mean, every person that goes at this time and makes their transition pretty much has a message for all of us to, to remember and to look at from a bigger point of view. So that's, I mean, I, it's interesting that this happened during Virgo, the time of healing. And, you know, it's, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's so much. So listeners, I know many of you know how this works. You, you know, some, of you were, some of you were online before we started waiting for your reading. So um, and we have... So we have people from the chat room. If you are in the chat room tonight and you have a question for Beatrix and myself, then um, please, by all means, send your question in. If you're on a landline and you would like a question answered, all you have to do is push one star or one pound. Either way, you'll get to us. And we do we do have some ground rules. We're going to read for as many people as we can tonight. But we do ask that you only have one question, and then if we answer it, not say, oh, and what about? <laughs> so, so one yeah, question so that we can help as many story. people. Yes, keep yes. Keep story so, to a minimum. Yeah. Right. So you don't have to say, oh, hello, hello, and thank you. Just, okay, here's my question for you two goddesses. Okay, so uh, we're going to... <laughs> we are goddesses. We're moon goddesses. Um, Sagittarius uh, and Cancer moon goddesses. Okay, so we're going to start with um, Tiffany from California. Tiffany, are you there? Hi, this is Tiffany. Okay. What's your question, Tiffany? Question is, um, when do you see me obtaining a new job? Okay. A new job for Tiffany. Oh, wow. Um, one of the things that I see that you, are you, you're not working right now, obviously. No, I am. I'm working. Okay. Well, I feel I feel I feel pretty uh, compelled to say to you that where you are right now is not giving you personal value. Right. I don't think that you feel valuable where you're working. Right. Yeah. That's and right. What I feel is very important. From now until the 8th, we're in manifesting mode, which means you can make things happen. So what I would do if I were you is write down on a piece of paper how you want to be valued and how valuable you are and that the job that you magnetize to yourself will promote you accepting and loving yourself as a valuable human being and being in service to others that you work with so that they find their value. I feel very strongly because the attitude that is prevailing around you right now where you are is working against you. So... I want you to go against the current and just remember that you are a valuable being. You're worth more money. You're worth working with people you love. You work, you know, and there is a corporation. I want to say it's almost like across the street or whatever that would put you in a position where you'd have more responsibilities 
and uh, embrace your valuableness. So I would say that your job is very close, but you have some homework. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you understand? I think so. Um, when you talk about manifesting, I'm going to um, try and do that, and hopefully I'll get what I want. Yes. But I want you to write down how valuable you are. Okay. okay. Do you understand what that means? So it's like kind of like jotting down my worth. Just write down on a piece of paper that if you're valued, you're considered precious. Okay? That you okay. know your self-worth. You know that you're worth it. Where you work right now, you don't feel worthy. Do you understand? Yeah, I understand that. Okay, so look up value in the dictionary and then write about how valuable you are. And you will turn yourself right around very quickly. Okay. Okay. Thanks for calling. And I agree with everything Beatrix said. You have the prosperity card. You're going to make uh, make even more money. But you have segment, segment. And segment is the lion who roars. And also she's half lioness, half half, uh, woman. And she's saying you're stronger than you think you are. Your courage and strength is what's going to assure the outcome. But unless you know your value, you know, A Woman's Worth by Marianne Williamson talks about you have to know your worth and your value. And so... Mm -hmm. By doing this exercise, you're going to gain insights and be more creative in the way you're looking for a job. Right, and you'll you'll present yourself on your next interview as somebody who's worth the attention of getting a new job. Okay? Okay, got it. Thank you, ladies. You're very welcome. Right there, sweetie, right in front of your face. It's so interesting how it can just be like literally a hop, skip, and a jump, and you're there. So, I know. I know, once we're willing. Okay, so uh, we're going to go to the chat room now, and we have, um, I'm okay, I'm thinking it's Emily from Oregon in the chat room. If not, Nate will let me know. We have Ganesh, but let's see if Emily's there first. Emily, are you there? Hello? Oh, hi. Hi, Emily. Okay, so this is not from the chat room. This is from the real room. So, um, yeah. so Emily, how may, how may we help you this evening? Um, I'm kind of just want to know if there's anything coming through that's important for me to know. I just moved to a new place, so I'm um, kind of exploring a whole new aspect to my life and just want to know if there's something that I should be aware of. Okay, let me just look. What was your name again? Emily. Emily, what's up for Emily? Aha, you're still not totally moved. <laughs> you need, you have put the brakes on your move, and I don't know where where you, where you moved from or where you went to, but I feel uh, like we have, oh, just, I feel like, um, over the bridge, so. Well, over the bridge, let me tell you, <laughs> over the bridge is a very different place than where you were. Oh, yeah. So my feeling is, is that there's something about where you've landed that you aren't owning it, that you're not fully there. You're, you're, uh, you, you put the foot on the brakes for some reason. 
So I don't know if it's that you don't like the house you're living in or whether you just got freaked out and stopped unpacking or Oh no, what? I I I love the house. I'm I'm actually in heaven right now. Um I did stop unpacking because it's canning season and so I'm distracted with doing that. Uh. Um, but it's all been really pleasant and like mm-hmm. I, I'm like experiencing joy for the first time in such a long time and feeling at peace and That's great. <laughs> well, I want you to pay attention to where you've stopped your action. Okay. Okay, because that will get you even in a bigger sense of bliss that, than you are. And it's wonderful. Okay, what do you what do you mean by that? Well, you have to tell me. You've stopped your action, so you've you've stopped unpacking or what have you done in the area to meet other people? You know, where are you not fully planting yourself there? Gotcha. Right. So your canning, as much as you love doing it, could be a distraction from, um, I mean, the card that I pulled for you, Emily, is that you're very sensitive right now. And because of that, it's hard to be around loud people, loud noises. So you're going inward, canning and working with um, the bountiful uh, gifts from the from the earth. That's a very grounding experience. But in order for you to totally embrace your new home and your new life, um, you can do canning and then maybe at night go out and listen to a poetry reading. Do canning by day and then by night go uh, to a, a bookstore or go to a meetup group. So, I mean, I don't see anything other than you're, you're getting to know yourself more. And I think this new move is... Um, the card that I pulled on, the other card, is embracing the shadow, which it almost feels like anything that you've pushed down that you haven't wanted to deal with is going to come up now in a good way, in right. a good way. This is, so, so I think Beatrix is spot on with, you know, for some reason you stopped. I think you were almost overwhelmed with the love and the beauty that you're creating in your new home, and you just like are like, oh, I need to get grounded. I'm going to go can. I'm going to work with my, you know, the, my, my usual way of grounding. But then once you get going again, Full speed ahead is where you're going. Okay. Yes. Full yeah. Yeah, you're ahead. definitely on the right sure. track. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so thank well, you. All right. Thank you, thank so, you much. so much. Oh, you're welcome. Okay, so um, we have so many people. We're going to read as many as we can. We're going to Ganesh, but we're not actually going to him. He's calling from the chat room. So the, Ganesh's question is, uh, do you see a potential partner coming in this year or later or any description, personality and our physical traits, would be great? So Ganesh wants to know, is there a divine partner, potential partner coming in this year? And Ganesh, I have to tell you, on the September issue of Spirit Seeker magazine, www Spirit Seeker dot com is Ganesha dancing in the garden. Just have to mention it. (laughs) So, okay, Beatrix, what do you see for Ganesh? I see, I feel like Ganesha has has moved to a new uh, place in his life and that has an amazingly fabulous future and basically whatever he would like to encounter during this harvest time for himself will be totally brought straight to him. So if, in fact, there is a partner, I would 
say that the partner has just finished a cycle, that there could be blonde hair involved or lighter hair, um, since you wanted to know personal appearance. And um, very busy in the future world. So I don't know whether it's high tech or or um, sci-fi or something futuristic. So I would say that could be a place where you could meet this person. But you are right on the edge of turning your life into a whole nother level of inspiration and manifestation. So if you want this new partner, call it in because it's right there. But I do feel the person is very futuristic. So I don't know where you live or where you could go to find that kind, but I would definitely uh, look at anything to do with the future or high tech. Okay. Yeah, you're in the right place. And um, Ganesh, the other, and I found out that we have a, Ganesh is a female nickname, so I, I was thinking of Ganesha, half half man, half um, uh-huh. and deity. But, but so Ganesh, the, the cards um, that I pulled for you are, there's a helpful person, there's someone who would like to help introduce you um, to your divine partner, and you've got goddess newt who is from the ancient mystery schools. So it feels that if you would reach out, um, any type of outdoor ceremony, any kind of anything that calls to you spiritually, and state openly, you know what, I'm looking for my divine partner. Send it out. The yang sending it out with the words, and then the yin is receiving it. So don't be shy. Just say, you know what, if any of you have a wonderful friend or whatever, just let it be known in any way possible. Um, and you won't, you, you, might, you won't feel like, um, oh, my gosh, I'm like this awkward person. It won't be that way. It'll be someone will say, oh, I know the perfect person to introduce you to, and it's going to be easy. Yeah, it's okay. very easy. There's no reason. Go ahead, Beatrice. There's no reason to make it hard. (laughs) No, it's really easy. It's right there in front. Okay. All right. Okay, so Ganesh, thank you. And um, now we are going to go to St. Louis. We're going to Mimi in St. Louis. Mimi, are you there? I'm here. Hello, ladies. Hi. Hi. Hi, um, I've been doing some consulting for a company for the past year or so, and as I was updating my professional profile on LinkedIn, I looked at the company website and found a wonderful job description for the job that I want, that I'm interested in doing for this company, but it's not quite in that department, so it's very close my perfect job and so I'm just looking for some feedback and information okay there's some you may have to fight for this job there's some man in the way um do you know about the person that left or that's leaving that position no I don't Oh, okay. Well, I would do a little investigating to find out. This job will bring on... I, I, I see that it's a big possibility for you, but there's a question mark or some kind of a hoop. 
you have to jump through to get to it. And do not be... I would find out who had the job before. Because that person I sense has left, if they've left the job, they've left some exhaust that could be quite difficult. But once you get through the exhaust, um, the job's yours. Okay. I believe this job is going to be created in a different city than what it's stated. So it'll be like a new creation. Right, but somebody had it before. Okay, thank you. Maybe under another name. And or the person that you interviewed with, interview with, could be um, difficult. Okay. Yeah, you have the feelings and emotion card here. So something, there's some kind of, something that's going to bring up some emotional um, stuff for you, but they're asking you to dream bigger and see yourself receiving this or something better. Yeah. You know, and it's okay. interesting that you were updating yourself and then yeah. you saw this. You know, it was all during your update. You know, we all get downloaded with information from the universe, and when we're willing to receive and update ourselves, whether it's on LinkedIn or our personal websites or whatever, we're updating and coming out in a whole new way. And that's why this ran across, you know, this whole thing just kind of landed across your radar because you're updating yourself. So I'm glad you jumped on it, Mimi. Seriously. Feels totally right. Okay, okay, so good luck. Thank you. Thank you. It's a major victory for you. Go for it. All right. So now we're going back to the chat room, and this is a female uh, by the name of Tui. Uh, she has asked, please shed some light on when I will meet the man I will marry, true love, or any description of him. This is so funny. The chat rooms want descriptions tonight. So we're going to look for um, when... I know it's funny. Twee will meet the man that she would like to marry, her divine partner. Wow. I feel like there's an invitation. I've got the three of cups, total celebration and love, okay? So I would say, you know, that there's a party that you've been invited to. Who knows? Maybe it's a harvest party or something but I would definitely accept all invitations in the next month and go out and celebrate life and love, and boom, the person will be right there. I swear, whoever the person is, is extremely fun, a great sense of humor, loves nature, is very much into... Uh, of living a very fruitful life. Um, I see music, I see singing, I see dancing. And uh, go have fun, girl. Yeah. I know know you're hearing us, but you can't reply back. So the only thing I'm going to say is focused intention. Just when you wake up in the morning, is this the day my beloved is coming? And it's alchemy. Like what Beatrix was just describing, it's... It's like the alchemy of love. You know, a lot of times people think of alchemy with money and abundance. 
This is an alchemy of the love potion number nine. That is so funny. Ah, That's right fun. there. <laughs> so, yeah, so you're on track. And uh, thanks so much, Tui, for uh, listening to the show and supporting it and calling in, you know, writing in, calling in, whatever you want to call it, from the chat room. So thanks so much, and good luck to you. Okay, we are going back to Beatrice's state. We're going to California. We have Denny from Yukia, California, and I hopefully I said that right. Denny, are you there? I'm here, and thank you, goddesses. Good. It's Yukaya. Hi, sweet uh, Beatrice. Six Hi, Denny. How are you doing there, girl? I'm doing very well, thank you. But I do have a question. What's your I, question? I, okay, I recently met a very gifted psychic who has introduced me to uh, to an awareness of demons. And I've risen to the occasion, and I've been doing some exorcisms to release demonic attachment to humans. And my question is, is this, as a warrior of light, is this my new focus as a healer of humanity. Okay, let's find out. I get no. Okay. Um, I get that. I've got the judgment card, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's reversed. So one of the things that um, I feel is that the the danger of you doing this is that you could advance your judgmental nature rather than your acceptance. Do you understand? Yes, I and do. We're, and we're supposed to be moving into acceptance rather than judgment. Right. And maybe this world that you've entered into and learned how to get rid of those kind of beings. I think it's a good tool to have, but I also feel very strongly that there's something about it that would not work with your uh, cellular makeup. I think that you would you would get more and more judgmental rather than you would be working you would not be working from a love base and that would be something dangerous for you not dangerous that's too strong of a word um yeah i i, I see caution yeah. okay and yeah jenny um how do i put this okay i do a lot of space clearings and when i am doing space clearings oftentimes homes um, have the attachments of either the people that were there before. Sometimes it goes back two and three generations of people attached to the land, attached mm-hmm. to the properties. Mm-hmm. And what what I pulled for you was, number one, you need some contemplation time. The fact that you attracted this across your um, energy field shows that you have some thinking of where you want to go next with your work. And what it's showing is that 
what you would feel like after a while of doing these over and over and over again is you would feel like all these people are victims. Like, look at what these entities are doing to them. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden you'd get caught up in that vortex. And, yeah, that's you know, it. That's it. Right. So you're being asked to really, um, Goddess Minerva's here, asking you to look at your beliefs of do you truly believe that light um, let me give you an example. I, I went through breast cancer eight years ago, and my teacher from India was here six years ago, and I told him, I said, oh, I know I've really learned a karmic lesson from the cancer experience because I'm attracting so many new clients in my private practice that have cancer, and I'm getting to help them, et cetera. And he said, stop. He said, it's still in your energy field, or you would not be attracting uh, this many people with yeah. cancer. He says, he said, mm-hmm. you, when you'll know you're on the right track when you start attracting clients who are snap ready to go to the next level and their frequency's high like yours. And he says, I would encourage you to take five showers a day or baths a day to, until this is out of your energy field. So the fact that it even came across and you attracted this psychic who's encouraging you, you know, down this path, you have to like sit and journal about it and sit out in the sun and receive the light. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are people that do this work but it is definitely caution for you You're, you have yeah. different okay. gifts Good. all right but thanks for calling <laughs> okay. thank you so much for the guidance i appreciate it you so are so much. welcome okay. Good luck, yeah thank it's challenging you. yeah okay all right so um okay we are now going back to california to amy amy are you uh there is this our amy hi i'm, hi. I'm thinking it is i'm with you guys <laughs> <laughs> it oh. is our amy <laughs> Hi. Oh my gosh. I, so what's oh, new? Um, what's the question? My question is, is Oberon's school the right fit for him for his best and highest good? Okay, how old is Oberon now? Energy around Oberon's school. He's um he's five and a half and he just started kindergarten. Okay. All right, thanks. Right. I would say no, Amy. Ah, I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> I know you gotta create your options. What? It's not creative enough for him. Okay, yeah, it's very rule they have a lot of rules. It's very well there, there's a lot of rules which you know, kids need to learn those things. Yes. You know, but they learn them so they can break them. Because <laughs> all the rules are changing with the indigos. But um, oh. what I see is that he's highly creative, like he's artistic, more artistic in nature. And the school, with its advanced level of structure, so to speak, would not be supporting his creative nature. And that's why don't you look around your the city where you're living and see if there's more of a creative school that would okay. be better for him? Yeah, yeah. Just to okay. to, to add just a tiny bit, it's um, definitely explore your options. And easy does it. Like you don't want to shock this child from one to another. But it yeah. like Beatrix was. You know, I hear like Waldorf schools or, and you will get a scholarship partially. So don't worry about. Um, you know, that part of it, it just feels like there's a better fit. 
and you're weighing things out. You you had a really hard decision even about putting uh, Oberon in the school, and they're just saying go back to the drawing board, explore your options. It's you know this, you're not that far into this that it will be that hard to change them. But it will be what to change it. It will you. You will be changing, and that's the highest thought. This is not the best fit yeah. for him. Okay. Not a fit, but don't yank him and don't make it wrong. Okay. okay. <laughs> I hear the little child. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, Amy, I'm glad you were able to ask, and Spirit will support you Thank and guide you. you. And this little guy, you'll know when he's happy, and you'll say, oh, my gosh, look at the difference in my child at this school. You'll know immediately. Okay. Okay. Thank okay. you. You're Bye. very welcome. Bye. Okay, so I have to look at my most recent list. Okay, we, I think we've covered everybody. Now we're going to Megan in Missouri. Megan, are you there? Okay, I yes, don't know I'm Megan. here. Oh, good. Okay, and um, how may we help you this evening? Well, my question is about someone I've recently met, and I'm wondering if I should pursue it or if it's not a divine partner. Okay. Hey. Definitely love is up. <laughs> In the questions tonight, <laughs> the whole concept of relationship is up for the whole next year, so... The paradigm is changing. So let's see what happens for you. All right. Have you met this guy that you're dating? Is he the one? Yes. I actually think that you have quite a good future with this guy. Yeah, we've been on one date so far. And I oh, think it's one Wow. Okay, well, keep interviewing him and finding out about him. Yeah, because it's all about relationships, and you are different, so different. They say look back six months to a year, and, you know, it is. It is like an interview process, but he has a lot of good qualities that you've yeah. been looking for. So it don't, says you've you got to go into this relationship with blind faith. If you're already trying to figure out if he's your divine partner, then you're going to miss some of the things that are not so divine about him. And I would just promise yourself that you'll get to know him. And remember the 12-date rule. No sex for 12 dates. That's how you become friends with a man first. And then, then you move to the other levels. Because in doing that, then you can know him and not get addicted to him. Okay, because that's like my problem like from past relationships is I haven't followed the 12-day rule. And I may not have followed it with this one, so maybe do I start fresh? (laughs) That's what you just heard. Beatrice yes. already given you, uh, you know, exactly. You just go back to just saying, you know what, I want to get to know you. Yeah. Okay. And you're worth my time. I hope I'm worth yours. And if he's, yeah, if it's not, then it's not meant to be. That's and if you're a good guy, he'll be understanding about it. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. And you just say, you got lucky. I'm going, I need to get to know you. So we're going to ground zero. 
and starting from yeah, from, yeah, and and he's worth it, and I think he has a trait to do. This could yeah. be something wonderful if you allow it. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for calling. Thank you. Okay. Right. So, uh, so, Beatrix, do you have time to go over just a couple minutes? We can take one more caller. Uh, one more caller, and then i got to okay. go to a skateboard meeting. <laughs> okay. So, Kathleen from Defiance, Missouri, we have time for one quick question. How may we help you? It's good to talk with you. Um, I've got a question. I have put a business proposal out into the world, and it feels really, really juicy to me. And I wanted to know, um, and this could be a very, very lucrative and expansive um, proposal, and I, I want to know um, what kind of energy you're feeling around it. I Has feel it a tremendous you? offer coming your way for it. Yeah. I think that you've structured it. Whatever is in this offer or this idea, you've structured it creatively and also you've structured it logically. And I feel that someone who is going to be reading it will understand what you've got going here. And I do see an offer coming to you. And it's a very strong offer and if I were you, I would accept it. Wonderful. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. You have the bold card. You have the set your sights higher card, which is what you did. You were in fear. They show that you were a little bit contracted in the minute. You just said, that's just not who and what I am. And you set your sights higher, and then you got very creative. So you're bold, mm-hmm. and just enjoy the rewards. You're on the right yeah. track. Excellent. You're doing very Thank well. You. Okay. Good luck. Thank you very much. Okay, I want to thank Beatrix for being my guest faithfully the first Tuesday of every month. Um, you can find information at beatrex.com, beatrix.com. She has information on her moon books. There's a link to her moon, uh, moon book website. Beatrix has YouTube videos. She has spirituality on a string. If you're lucky, you'll see her jewelry on her website before it's gone. Um, but just beautiful pieces. And this is Cindy Meyer, uh, publisher of Spirit Seeker magazine and at you can go to spiritseeker.com and find out information about all the different things. And if you want to be on our email list, we send out weekly email blasts letting you know what's going on with the radio show and everything else. Send an email to info at spiritseeker.com. Okay, thank you all. Thank you, Beatrix. And um, you, I'll talk Cindy, to you soon. I love you. Okay. I love you too, bye. Beatrix. Okay, bye.